Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here. I hope you're doing great. You know what's not doing great? The Bank of England. And it's crazy, after the last, um, let's see, five days since last Thursday I put out a video about it all begins tomorrow, uh, we're starting to see things unravel at an incredibly fast pace, not only with Japan selling off treasuries, having to step into their, uh, their markets right now, their Forex market, because it is in very, very bad uh, place, that causing our 10-year bonds, our 30-year bonds to spike. We're now seeing the, well, now they're saying, just use the word panic. Uh, futures rebound, they're talking about our futures. Good news, our stocks are up, just like they were yesterday, only to come down. And then they popped up briefly a little bit at the end. But this isn't good. I want people to understand this. This is not good at all. But it says, our futures rebound from 2022 low after Bank of England panics restarts unlimited quantitative easing. Now, I want people to understand that people writing these stories should probably not uh, mock or make fun of these other countries right now that are panicking because it's about to be our turn. And I want people to understand that. I think that is very, very important to understand uh, because remember the Fed panicked in 2018 when the Dow Jones dropped 20%. And by December of 2018, they flipped from their, literally from raising uh, interest rates to one month starting to drop them, right? And our economy has been on life support ever since 2001. People do not understand that. The reason why you know it's been on life support is because we have seen times, only times, of extremely low interest rates, which has spurred spending, which has inflated our prices and actually hyperinflated our currency. Uh, just our currency supply alone. But the problem is what people don't realize is through quantitative easing, the Federal Reserve was able to hide a lot of that inflation because they were able to buy assets, put them on their books and hold them for a certain amount of time. Now here's the problem. Many people say, well, they could just keep doing that forever. They actually can't. The reason why they can't is because they won't. And the reason why they won't is because they're a private bank and they are not in the business of buying their own assets and holding on to them paying themselves a yield, if you get what I mean. They're in the business of loaning money to you and enslaving you and then taking that money and enjoying it while you never get ahead. Many people in this country right now cannot get ahead simply because they do not own their home cash. All right. Do not buy into this, you know, you know, make money with debt. Yes, you're supposed to do that, but in the proper context, not in your personal life, but in a business. Okay. So the business is making money, right? Other people are making money for you, all right? But don't use debt just to go out and try and speculate in markets when yourself, you could be holding the bag as these economies fall, and that's what they're doing. So let's, let's jump in here real quick. It says, without everything uh, breaking, including an explosive move in bond yields in the UK, 10-year yields rising above 4%, and Apple, Apple Electronics, just suddenly realized that there's no market for their iPhone 5. Well, that's weird. Uh, that's because nobody has any money, Apple. Apple, it's really crazy. You know, just because you throw in one more whiz-bang gadget inside your phone doesn't mean everyone's going to run to it anymore. Why? Because inflation is taking up people's money now. They have to pay more money for gas, more money for electricity, more money for food. So, sorry, Apple. And anybody holding Apple stock pretty soon? I don't know. That's not financial advice, but I'm just telling you, they are going to learn really quickly that humans around the world all of a sudden don't have the money they thought they did because inflation just destroyed their uh, wealth. And not only that, their wealth effect is being destroyed quickly and rapidly by the housing market turning, 
and soon to be the stock markets. It says right here, um, it was only a matter of time before this, some central bank somewhat capitulated and pivoted back to QE, and this morning was precisely what happened. Bank of England delayed the launch of quantitative tightening. Now think about this. They were about to start quantitative tightening, actually going and selling the assets they had on their books, only to go, oh man, we're in trouble. Our currency is collapsing, so we need to shore it up, and so we're going to start buying bonds, all right? So they went from, we're going to sell the bonds, you know, the, the last time that we propped up the market and bought them, now we're going to buy even more, all right? So that tells you, this isn't a panic, this is a very serious issue in the economy. This is very serious. And I want people to understand this, too. The Federal Reserve came from the Bank of England. It's like it's daddy. Hey, daddy, how you doing? And right now, you know, the son's getting real cocky and going, I got this. I got this. And the dad's like, you better watch out. Or you're going to get yourself in trouble. <laughs> oh, I got this. Hold my beer and watch this. Only to fall on your face. And I think it's very a very important point to, to drive across right now. And again, none of this is financial advice, right? Because I'm sure that everybody on CNBC, the people that went to school, are telling you the exact same thing that you're hearing here on the Economic Ninja channel. Everything's, you know, going to crap in a handbasket. No, it's not true. That's not what they're doing. What they're doing is reassuring you and using words like, they're panicking. Don't worry. You know, uh, Jim Cramer is really good at that, too. Right before Lehman Brothers crashed, literally like days before. I don't know what you guys are thinking. Lehman Brothers is a buy. Buy, buy, buy. I'm an idiot. Just a bobblehead. Just... That's, that's what they do. Why? Because honestly, behind the scenes, they're selling. That's what's going on. And I want people to understand this massive picture that's going on right now. Not only is the world dividing into two economies, right? The East versus the West. The West right now is only compiled of Bank of England, the Eurozone, Canada, and America. America. And then you got everybody else over here. Hmm. Weird. You know, it's weird because all those other countries, all those other, they've got natural resources and they're like, you know, going and digging them out of the ground. They're pumping them out of the ground. And then all of us over here, you know, all of us, like the five countries, is that five? Something like that. Four, five. We're just, we're hell bent on like limiting the uh, amount of commodities that we get out of the ground. And we're, we're buying it from other people. That's weird. It's almost like a slow moving train wreck. But now the problem is, as the train gets closer and closer to the other train, it's only a matter of minutes, seconds, days, something like that. It's getting closer and closer and it's that day of reckoning. And you're going to see, like I put out that video, in the next two weeks, you're going to see fireworks. Now for the 1% of the human population that doesn't believe that, doesn't see this right now, doesn't see what the Bank of Japan's doing and the Bank of England is doing, which are two major, major economies as a big deal, well then you, my friend, have won a free video of kittens playing on YouTube. You need to go check it out. I'll put a link somewhere below. You're not gonna find it because I don't care. I care about real things. Now, I wanna also close on this. The, the, the uh, pound first surged before falling back, talking about uh, last night, realizing the UK now has both rate hikes and QE at the same time. Now think about that. They're raising rates, interest rates, right? To try and bring stability to their dollar, their, their pound, sorry. And they're buying assets. If you have never seen a more screwed up scenario 
this is it. I, uh, this is literally it. Now think about this. Stagflation has always been a very rare thing in, in, uh, in economics, all right? It doesn't happen a lot, and when it happens, it's bad. The reason why is because central banks, central planners, governments, they don't know what the heck to do. Unemployment's rising, there's all these things happening, we don't, you know, and it's that, that, that breaking point, that intermediary sort of time where they're like, what do we do? We just don't know what to do. And unless these central banks, like the Bank of Japan, wants to start just buying assets and you know, and putting them away for a very long time, which most central banks don't want to do because they don't make money that way. But what it also does when you do this, when you have quantitative easing and you're out there buying assets and putting them on hold because you do not want the velocity of those assets out there, the money exchanging hands, right? So you're essentially printing money and you're buying up these assets and you're from, you know, banks and, you know, hedge funds, things like that. You set them off to the side in this storage you don't want them to move around, so you hold on to them, right? So it's not making you any money. The problem is you're increasing the money supply. So what happens to the price of gold? Every time investors start to see the money supply increase, they start getting those hairs on the back of their head standing up and they go, this isn't good. I think it's time to go buy gold. Now, right now, the paper price of gold is not reflecting it. But just like in 2008, it was one of those hold my beer moments. And it literally took about six to eight weeks after Lehman crisis uh, you know, completely stopped, Lehman's done, it closed their doors, we're at the bottom, and it went on a multi-year run. The only question is now, when will that happen again, which I don't have a crystal ball, I do not believe, but I'd be shocked if it did not bottom in the next six months, and then it's all about how high can it go. And the reason why is because in the last two years, we have, in America, essentially doubled the money supply. Can you imagine what gold could do when it's all of a sudden untethered and all your friends that rolled their eyes at you all of a sudden went, oh crap, we need to go buy some gold. <laughs> That's the only question, guys. All right, I hope you got something out of this. I thank you so much for watching. The Economic Ninja is out.